Hey, welcome to Five Songs or Less, everybody. My name is Danny. Today I am punishing Dante with Waxwing. Danny, how are you? I am doing okay. How are you, Dante? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was my weekend was good. I spent a lot of time on a bus, uh, mm-hmm. wearing a mask. So it's pretty great. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, been looking. We were just talking off air, off mic, as they say, and uh, <laughs> I. I've been looking forward to this and also been stressing about it, which is uh, ridiculous when you consider it's our third go. And um, if you count both of us, we've had one listener (laughs) because as (laughs) I've refused to listen to the first two episodes (laughs) because I'm a bad, uh, I'm a bad, I guess, partner. (laughs) But yes, uh, you are. But yeah, nevertheless, I am still uh, a little nervous about this. Yeah, you're here for the show, though. That's true. I showed up for for this part, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so for for anyone who does end up listening to those first couple episodes, we got into those first episodes pretty hastily and didn't really spend a ton of time with the songs we were uh, given, and also the songs we gave to the other. We were just like, here, listen to these. I'll listen to these, then we'll talk about it. Um, Definitely excited about the pair of episodes we're going to do here, um, especially this one. I put a lot of time into the five songs you gave me for Waxwing. Um, I, I used that bus trip to my advantage. <laughs> um, I did at one point fall asleep. That's not to say anything about the music. It was just kind of a long day. But um, yes. But yeah, so I, I feel like I, I should have a better grasp of what you were trying to do to me. With this band, <laughs> um, it's kind of weird. I feel like I have to talk all like cagey about it because I don't want to give you know anything away until we no actually details get into away. This. Yeah. yeah, you've been texting. You've been texting me all week that oh, I can't wait to talk about this. I've, can we not say anything about it? Can I not tell you anything that I feel about this band? Like, no, don't say anything. Yeah. I don't want to know. Well, it's... I want, we need content for the for the thing. It's very stupid because <laughs> we. I don't know, 70% of our communication has to do with music. And so we thought it would be fun to do a podcast on it. It's more of a reason to hang out and talk about music. And because of that, we don't fucking talk about music anymore <laughs> because we have to save it for the mic. Um, and so we can only talk about bands that we've like already talked to death about, you know? Yeah, so so you, you still like Alcest, right? Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't think I even asked you this, and if I did, I don't know if you would have been able to give me an answer due to the code of the pod, but mm-hmm. why why this band? Why Waxwing? Oh, I don't know why I chose Waxwing. Um, I had texted you, so we've been... One of the other things we've been texting each other about is just like the name of a band with a question mark at the end. <laughs> meaning, have you ever heard this band before? If not, I'm going to punish you with them. Um, and so I did that for Waxwing. And I don't know, over the past like four or five years, I've just started to get, I've just started to revisit them a lot more and appreciated their guitar technique a lot more. And guitar technique is something that we kind of talk about 
often and oh you did you hear this guitar part on you know whatever song we're listening to and so um waxwing is one i've never shared with you before um and so i thought that was a good good thing to get into last week we did wilco or i gave you wilco which is a bigger band that lots of people have heard waxwing uh while they do have a good following or did have a good following they're not as big of a band um some of the bands that they've done outside of waxwing are bigger which we'll get into later um (laughs) but so yeah that's kind of why i went with waxwing just thought it'd be cool for you to hear what they sound like we could talk about guitar stuff that kind of thing the drummer is great too he's a really really good drummer I, it didn't even occur to me until now that the first two um, bands you gave me were started with a W. Is oh yeah, so that that was not by design. I'm guessing. No, no, oh. it's Cause, not. Because that'd be a stupid five, design. Five songs or W. <laughs> I'm gonna <clears throat> cut that out. No, no, no. You're going to leave it in because I'm pretty sure what you mean is, would you rather listen to these five songs or have another four terms of George W. Bush? <laughs> yes. Or, or yeah. four years. <laughs> yeah. Four terms. Four oh. terms. I, I would rather have 16 years of George W. Bush than listen to fucking heavy metal drummer ever again. Oh, please go back and listen to the Wilco episode. It's great. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I almost got—I almost spit some Waterloo sparkling water out of my nose. You're going sparkling at uh, this late at night, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, sparkling all day. Wow, good for it's, you. I have to remind myself to drink regular still water because I'll just drink sparkling water all the time. Do you find that sparkling water like does anything to your stomach? No. I feel like it expands my stomach, like the carbonation, hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. So I used to, like, drink a lot of LaCroix, um, mm-hmm. but I, I can't do it anymore because I'm just like, it's just, I'm it's widening me. It's like pushing me out from the inside. Weird. Yeah, but. Maybe. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not, uh, I'm definitely not as thin as I used to be. Maybe I should cut out some of the sparkling water. Yeah, I'm sure that's Lose it. Lose a little water weight or bubble weight. Maybe I'm just a big bubble inside. <laughs> oh, the riff boy has turned into the bubble boy. <laughs> All right, how do we want to get into the to the music? Um, let's. I'll talk about Waxwing for a little bit. Okay, Wax Poetic on Waxwing. Well, wax. I'm gonna Wax Poetic about Waxwing. Um, I started listening to Waxwing in 2003, 2004, somewhere 2004, somewhere in there. Um, because for a time I was, I got really into bands from Seattle that revolved around the Blood Brothers and the Murder City Devils. So listen to a lot of bands with, out of those two bands basically, or more out of Botch, Murder City Devils, Blood Brothers, those bands. They all kind of spawn off and share members with other bands as well. Um... Waxwing is one of those bands. Um, the guitarist from the Blood Brothers, Cody Vadalato, is in this band, um, along with his brother, Rocky Vadalato, who also has a solo project. And also the drummer of Waxwing is the brother of the drummer of the Blood Brothers. And so that's how I found out about Waxwing. I believe it was my friend Cody introduced me to them. 
a lot of the bands that I'm going to introduce you to and talk about, I'm going to say Cody introduced me to. He's he's kind of my go-to person that introduces me to music and vice versa. Hey, man, so you were saying they're from Seattle? Yes, they're have, from Seattle. Have you ever heard of Pearl Jam? <laughs> Can I put that on the list? They I sh- fucking hate that band. They share some some members with uh, Temple of the Dog. <laughs> the Murder City Devils went on tour with Pearl Jam. Uh, they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in all in all seriousness, when I saw that they were from Seattle, because I did a little research as well, as in a Ooh. a single Google, um, <laughs> I for I don't know why, but it surprised me. Like they did really? not sound. Seattle to me, which I know means nothing. Um, But I was like, no, no, no. This band, they're from Chicago. They're from, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, you could have sold me on maybe Columbus, um, Mm -hmm. Minneapolis. But yeah, I don't know. Seattle took me by surprise. Um, Yeah, they don't, I mean, they don't sound like any of those other bands that they share members with. I mean, they definitely don't sound like Blood Brothers. They don't sound like, I don't know, most most of the other bands that I listen to from Seattle. Hey, Danny, how's the uh, the smoke out there in Sacramento? Uh, it's not that smoky anymore. Even though everything is on fire? Some of us have chosen to spend our time here to bring Is that better? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, we lost Danny. Oh, man. That's that's pretty good. Good Thanks. job, Dante. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, was there any more like preamble for Wax? No. no I can't about? think of anything else to say. Um, they broke up in 2006, I believe. Uh, got back together for like a show and we're going to record another album I thought because they I, I had told you to watch uh, Waxwing playing at, at the KEXP studio in yes, Seattle in Seattle yes um, and they played a new song on that and so I assumed that meant they were going to record another album but they didn't and they've not done anything since so that was so, in 20, 2009 or, or no 2012 I think and so as far as you know, that was just a a one-off, like, um, mm-hmm. song? Like, do you know, like, when they wrote it or how it came about or anything? No, I don't know anything about it. It's pretty much they did that one. They did, like, one or maybe two reunion reunion shows. Uh, did that thing on KEXP. And, uh, yeah, they had the one new song. But I don't know. Nothing ever came about with it. It was a good song, too. Is that a so that'd be dance macabre? Yes. Okay, because I'm I'm familiar with the other three, even though only two of them you sent to me. One of them uh, was my accidental listen of the week, <laughs> which might be a a, a running <laughs> segment. Yeah. Yes. Um. But uh, all right, let's just get into the first song that you sent me. Okay. Everything's so you, on fire. Everything's on fire. 
Um, why, why is this the first thing of Waxwing you wanted me to hear? Because this is the first song I heard from them. Um, the, this is the first album I heard. It was actually their last album from 2002 called Nobody Can Take What Everybody Owns. Um, first song I heard, first track on the album. And yeah, so that's why I chose it for the first one. I actually, when I watch that live on KEXP thing, uh, they play color on that one, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and listening to color, I was like, damn it, I kind of wish I picked color instead <laughs> of Everything's on Fire, or maybe instead of one of the other songs. Okay. But, oh, well, I still really like Everything's on Fire. I think it's a pretty fun song. What did you think of it, Dante? You know, at first, I thought it was kind of an interesting choice because it wasn't very immediate to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the more I listened to it, the more I realized, like, oh, this is actually, especially in maybe the context of these five, this might be the most immediate. Um, but for whatever reason, this, this band... <laughs> so there's actually another band that you didn't introduce me to. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I kind of came across on my own and then asked you about them. And you were like, oh, yeah, because you, of course, had heard them like 15 years oh, ago. Of course. Um, and <laughs> no joke, you told me the uh, their earlier stuff when they were a previous band was better. Of course. But, that's, that's what I do. Yes. Right. You, you were, Especially back then. You were true. Oh, no, this was this was only like four years ago. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trying to act like you've matured and mellowed uh, so yeah, much. I, I haven't. I'm still the same asshole. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, I don't know why I haven't said the name. So, the band I'm talking about is the Jealous Sound. And you, oh yeah, you, I do remember this conversation. Yeah, and and so you really wanted me to listen to Knapsack, and I did, and was like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I but I, I like the this Jealous Sound record pretty well, and when I listen to it now, I'm like, yeah, these are just pretty straight ahead, like pop emo rock songs but yeah. when i first listened to them i for some reason i couldn't grasp like the song structure and like everything in in one song would just kind of blend together there wasn't like uh you know the pixies are super quiet and super loud and you really get mm-hmm. this like um dynamic qualities in their song but and i i hear that now in the jealous sound and by my final listens of everything is on fire, I was getting that. But the first couple times, I was like, I don't know what this song is doing. Everything is just kind of like this mishmash of, of guitar that I I don't even like. Did they write this? Uh, you know, which is crazy to me because it's not like this, you know, Frank Zappa esque type of song by any means. Um, one of the, the actual the very first thought the first time I. I heard this song was, oh, this is like a raspy Jimmy Eat World. And, oh, yeah. Okay. And, and then I was like, oh, Danny is going to be so upset. <laughs> no, I'm not upset about it. I like Jimmy Eat World. I know you do, but they're just such nice boys. And I don't know. I, I don't know if that's what you want with, with Waxwing. But no, that totally, <clears throat> totally makes sense. Do, do you get that? It's yeah, I can, like I can the, see that. I can see where that's coming from. The, the lyrical themes very like kind of. The innocent, not maybe not innocent, but uh, almost like boyish, um, nice guy finishes last type of charm <laughs> in a way. Like, or, or, or am yeah. I out of my mind? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Like, Especially 
especially this last album too. Nobody can take it where everybody else. Really? Um, yeah, definitely. I could. Yeah, I think uh, the earlier ones are are a little more technical guitar wise. Which I mean, Jamie Orl can do some stuff, but they're pretty straightforward most of the time. And yeah, the, this last album is is more straightforward. That's why I didn't include more than one song off of it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, that, do you just want to talk about Jimmy at World for a while? Sure. sure. <laughs> um, the, the last thing I'll say about Jimmy at World to, to kind of piggyback on your point of how they're more like straight ahead is the best word I can think to describe the way he writes songs and, and especially guitar parts is that they're like very, very deliberate. Like their mm-hmm. guitar parts like are like to go in and get a job done and then like take mm-hmm. you to the next part of the song which is yeah. very much not waxwing guitar. Um, <laughs> it's, and again, maybe it's me just being a noob to this band, but, um, but yeah, but anyway, so everything is on fire. Um, Raspy Jimmy world, the, the lyrical themes and the kind of the vibe it created was also another band with that. I don't like, but for some reason it reminded me of the Ataris. Do you remember them? Oh yeah. You don't like the Ataris. Well, so I didn't really know them until they like broke big with that mm. that cover of um, Boys of Summer. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. You don't, um, you don't need that. M- maybe the album before that. That's like when they were cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, I, don't, I don't even really like the album before that. The, um, the two albums before that. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you like the album before they ever wrote an album? I do. Um, I like their pre-demo. Um, so, so yeah, that, that was everything is on fire. And I, the, the one thing I'll say about that song now though, is I think it is my least favorite of the five. Okay. And I don't think I could hum it right now. And I've listened to it a dozen times. (laughs) And so I, I don't know. It's, I think you have a tendency to like this kind of music that is definitely more nuanced and mm-hmm. you have to have an appreciation for for something a little deeper maybe a little like you said technical um and so i, I don't know i guess i'm saying i'm just a moron maybe but <laughs> like th- th- this was a song that after i listened to it i was like yeah i think i liked it how did it go Mm-hmm. And, and so yeah so I think for that reason it's probably going to finish fifth but compared to last week with Wilco where heavy metal drummer <laughs> where... <laughs> was the the least favorite and it like it, I'm still mad about it <laughs> um, this is like completely different like it's the it's my least favorite of these five but I don't yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad song at all I enjoyed it I would uh, I would say the same thing personally um it's, again, I, it, I mainly chose it because it was the first Waxwing song I had ever heard, and so I thought that was a good jumping-off point, um, something to talk about, too, um, for the pod. And it's definitely all the other ones I chose either for specific guitar parts or one in particular, the end of the song, I, I, is the reason I chose it, because I always remember it. I hope we're talking about the same song, because I have highlighted a the closing part of a song as well. Sweet. Um, um, I did want to ask you, though, about how do you feel about his voice? 
I've 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 attempted to introduce this band to other people before, and some people cannot get into his voice because of the raspiness, like you mentioned. Yeah, so the raspiness doesn't turn me off. Um, he, he again, like the jealous sound. There's very <laughs> similar vocal restraint. Like yeah, their range is very narrow, but um, that's fine. I think like it pretty singing like if you can sing good i don't want anything to do with your band <laughs> like there's no bigger turnoff in music than like uh, a really really awesome like singer with you know this great range and they hit every yeah. note and they can do it pretty um just vibrato every time they they hold a note <laughs> yeah it's like oh i could without seeing them like i can tell you're a very pretty boy um <laughs> You know, like, so we, we've been, we talked about uh, Nate Roos. I, I, I already forget how to say his last name. Um, yeah. And whom whom I like now. Yes. But, like, that's great example of, you know, good songwriter. I don't want to hear how pretty your voice is, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. that that's not my aesthetic. So, yeah, the, the raspiness is fine. Sometimes I, I almost feel like he's not trying, though. Like, you can have a very limited voice or a very raspy voice or a very odd voice, but like kind of still, you know, sing in pitch or hit the note or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if like the, and here I am trying to say musical terms that I, I, I've gotten myself into too deep, like, you know, his timbre or whatever. Is that right? Timber? Timber? Tim, <laughs> a- Tim, maybe. His amber tamblin is not... <laughs> It, like sometimes it's just like he's not trying and it's just like oh you just kind of let that word fall out of your mouth and yeah, yeah. It, so I can kind of see where that'd be a turn off for people but th- that by no means was uh, like a barrier of entry for me Mm-hmm. okay so speaking of letting things just fall out of his mouth <laughs> how'd you like the uh, excuses ring out loud oh yeah he does that a few times <laughs> In the song, and to be honest, I don't even know that I uh, heard it until like my later listenings, because I was trying oh, yeah. to like, I, I trying to like take that everything stood else out in. to me the first time I heard this. I was like, "Whoa, did he just?" Brrr? Yeah, it's. I don't know how I didn't notice it because it's like it's out of left field, and it's such like, it's such like an affect, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless that guy, boy, if he just always does that to every R. Um, every R. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know why. It's a very interesting choice. Like, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't ruin the song, but, like, it definitely <laughs> draws your attention. And if, like, if you want to get lost in a song, that can take you out of it for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will, when I would sing along with... <laughs> their album i would just throw it in other places too just for fun mm-hmm. when it when it R, R sound came up sure i wonder i wonder if he stands by that so many years later i'm curious yeah i was i was searching for live footage of this band over the week um since giving the list to you and you can only find a very limited amount of live footage at least that i could find and it's pretty much the same two or three songs, and Everything is on Fire is not one of them. So I couldn't hmm. tell you. Oh, gotcha. Um, 
Yeah, to see if he, he really goes for it live. <clears throat> yeah, I'm curious, and I never got the chance to see them, so. You f- that, uh, I mean, maybe there's a really good reason he does it, but it seems like that'd be so embarrassing to do live. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it kind of seems like, <laughs> this is funny, because we're on the same page, sort of, mm-hmm. about this song, at, at least for in the sure. context of these five. But what's funny to me is, I wonder, I'm starting to wonder about your read of me because hmm. your first swings the past two weeks have been the biggest misses now now maybe so, that that wasn't your your goal with everything is on fire because you said it was the first song you no, heard it was not so you, you just you were being selfish and you wanted me to have the same experience you did um, yes <laughs> but it's just funny that it's like okay well I, I now know that the list Andy gives me, I just have to I have to fight through this first <laughs> just song. Just skip through that first one. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it at like two and a half times speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, this time around, I I made sure to go with songs that, at least for the, the back four here, um, songs that spoke to me a lot rather than last week where I kind of ditched the songs that spoke to me the most and chose the more accessible, more um, poppy songs, especially heavy metal drummer and, and a little <sighs> bit I'm the man who loves you. Right. Um, and just I'm just gonna go with with my favorite stuff from now on and we'll see how that goes. Well, I, I think that's what we should do. I, I think we need to give each other some credit because mm-hmm. like bigger, not bigger, but like bands that we both really, really like, it's not like, what are your favorite songs? Oh, you know, all the radio hits. Like, <laughs> we should know each other as being there a little... Are, there are some bands that that is true for me. Like who? The Cure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but those songs are all great. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. And, um, and uh, I was thinking about this a lot listening to Blink-155 recently. They were talking about a Descendants cover that Blink-182 did. And Descendants, I'm kind of a greatest hits guy. Um, maybe the Poser Police will come beat me up. But <laughs> aside from one album, which, because it came out when I was in high school, uh, Descendants, I'm pretty much a... a Summary is my, my go-to album. It's their greatest hits album. Or Summary. Or summary? Summary? God, I don't know how to fucking say that. Well, so but before we move on, I, I was going to say, <clears throat> because... Somehow, right after I listened to Everything is on Fire, because you sent me the playlist on Spotify, and then from there, while Everything is on Fire was playing for the first time, I went into the album, just because I was like, okay, what year is this from, you know, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And then somehow, I I think I must have like restarted the song or something, and then it played on the album. Mm-hmm. And is Color the second song on that album? Yes. Okay. It is. So, okay. So then I accidentally got like two and a half minutes into Color. Um, <laughs> and so I have I have two notes about Color that I want to okay. share. And, and maybe this is illegal. Um, no. I, I, I'm all for it, buddy. It, it's kind of funny because of a, a other conversation we had. But I got a little bit of Motion City soundtrack vibes. Oh, from this song, okay, 
And then, Interesting. very shortly after that, I was like, oops, I'm not supposed to be listening to this. And so <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> um, but then after that, I was thinking, you know, this podcast is actually going to be pretty good. And I bet you we'll be able to start selling some ads and maybe even start a Patreon. And then we'll just be at home counting all of my profits. What do you think? Huh? <laughs> Fucking teed that up from a mile away. <laughs> you sure did. You, you sure did. That was a long track to lay. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this song, and um, I, I hope you do too. What, will you tell me? So, okay. You put this on because this song spoke to you, you said, right? Yes. It's a great fucking song. The lyrics are are really good um, kind of talking about <clears throat> he says all my prophets are singers of sad songs mm -hmm. so it's no wonder I've been a victim of a wavering faith mm -hmm. and so I don't know that whole line really spoke to me and the way he presents it because the first time he says it's no wonder I've been a victim of and then he says the first line again and then he goes back into uh, a victim of a wavering faith a wavering faith, call me weak if you'd like. So it goes on to, it It kind of, to me, it sounds like he's talking about having, uh, you know, shaky, wavering faith in uh, religion or God or whatever that might be for him. Um, and all my prophets are singers of sad songs, kind of putting most of my, most of his faith, most of my faith into the singers I'm listening to, the bands I'm listening to. And so that, that, those first couple stanzas or lines, rather, uh, have always really spoken to me a lot. Uh, and then the guitars behind it uh, are just fucking amazing. I love that the little finger-picking thing that um, I believe Cody is doing that part, the finger-picking part. And then uh, Rocky is doing the more lead, simpler lead kind of part. And they just blend really well together. Uh, harmonizing and whatnot. Yeah, the, the guitar is really cool in this song, and I know that because I can remember what both guitars are doing in the song. Right, the it starts with the like that, like you said, that finger painting, finger picking, where it's like do 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 right, and then the other one is like da 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 da. Right, is that that song? Yeah, it's like the finger picking, and then uh, it's like like. Like that kind of. <laughs> I I think that that's roughly translated to the same. Um, okay, so I I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something okay. and then I'm gonna take something away and and Sweet. I hope you don't get offended because you were just you were just very open mm -hmm. about how this song uh, hit you mm -hmm. and you are obviously correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm not trying to like diminish that. Yes, but. To me, like I, I kind of established last week, 
lyrics are like very um usually pretty insignificant to my overall enjoyment of a song riffs and chicks i know <laughs> yes <laughs> um and so because of that first line and the way he presents it it's so like it's i mean i don't know how to say it, but it's so emo it, it is. the way it is he says it yes. right there, there is a not slight cringe factor to that to those first couple stanzas for me, um, and like you're not wrong, like to have that affect you, but like for me, the like the singers of sad songs is just kind of like, oh, dude, come, little, come on, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't like. Th- that being said, it was also very easy in the song to be like, okay, I get why Danny likes this band. Mm-hmm. This band sounds like Thursday. And <laughs> that that was a you don't think so? Mm, I mean, no. Well, <laughs> for for some reason this song made me go, "Oh, this is why Danny likes him." Hmm. You heard Thursday before Waxwing. Yeah, long before. Okay. Okay. But um huh. yeah, I I I, not, I got big Thursday vibes. I've not heard that comparison before like in my head or from anyone else. Um, but I'll have to listen out for that because that's that's interesting. Well, it's not just me because multiple times after finishing the playlist, <laughs> it would go into a Thursday song. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like the algorithm was just yeah. like, this clearly is what this dude wants. <laughs> These are the same people, um, right? <laughs> but I thought this before it did that. So it's, there's something that, I, I don't know what. I don't know how into there. Thursday you are. Could you, could you name a song that, as I said that, no. I realized what an asshole I sound like, like <laughs> you're wearing a Thursday shirt. Oh, you like Thursday? We named three of their songs. Um, yeah. Um, but but, the, I mean, the, whatever, but I mean, your, whatever your question is, the answer is no, you fucking dick. <laughs> It's not. I, I can't name any other deep cuts. No. No. I mean, could you? No. Did it make you think of a specific Thursday song, or just? I I have heard Thursday just enough to have a okay. vague idea of their sound to and, recognize. And this band remi- sounds like Thursday. I I think a little bit might be is both vocalists are very much like doing their own thing on top of the music, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I feel that, um, hey, I, you're, this might impress you, okay. Jeff, is, is that his name? <laughs> yes, Jeff? that is his name. Okay. Jeff, uh, Jeff Tweedy. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, like, it's like Rickley, Rickley or some shit. very good. What's his, is that, uh, hey, look at that. Look at that. Um, I feel like a lot of their... continue wearing that t-shirt. <laughs> they're... Their singing style, the the vocal melodies, are very loosely tied to the musical bed underneath. Interesting. Do, do you disagree okay. with that? I, I don't disagree with that um, on some of these songs. Um, okay. It's it's hard for me to think of that because of because Rocky Vadalado, the singer, is. I first knew him as a solo artist. Because I first saw Rocky Vadalato open for Dashboard Confessional um, in 2001. Um, 
I had no idea who he was. And um, because because he's uh, kind of comes from a singer, a songwriter kind of point of view for me, um, where if you were to listen to his solo stuff, it's definitely, you know, singer songwriter kind of vibes where you can tell these vocals were written for the song, that kind of thing, or vice versa. Um, so, but I can definitely see that, especially on probably th- three more of these songs, because they're very lead based. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of chords, chord strumming and right. stuff. They're, it's very lead based, which definitely that him singing over that could definitely, I could see how that feels like he's just doing a thing over the lead. If that makes sense. I mean, it works. Mm-hmm. It, no, it does make sense. Like, it definitely all works, and and I like it. I'm just saying that I think is something that, at least in the Thursday I have heard, is a, a similar quality where that there just seems to be one. The, the vocals are like one notch removed from the music, mm-hmm. but like not in a way that makes it like crazy avant-garde like and terrible Uh but um yeah that 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 was just um a a connection i made and 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 obviously knowing you that probably i was more likely to think about thursday because you're such a big fan um though but later in that same song towards the end that part that where it goes look at where you're coming from Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -hmm. that part that like definitely like those vocals definitely follow the music kind of uh, the latter half of the yeah. song. Yeah. It's it, so it's not by any means um the whole the whole time and and there's that like high pitch tremolo guitar mm-hmm. um kind of this band sounds nothing like them but it kind of made me think of the band Dredge. Is that did you ever listen to them? I've a bit they played at the record store we worked at uh so I had to listen to them. And then, okay. Um, so yeah, I have heard Dredge before. I'm not really a fan, but yeah. So, okay. All of my prophets, I, this is, I think just coincidence. Um, but I think so far with the first two, we're going in like descending order of the ones I like of what I liked most. Mm -hmm. Um, Still liked it. A lot of really cool stuff. It's pretty different than most of the stuff I listen to. Um, It is very Mm lead-based, and it's very... Like, like the guitars are almost frail, Mm -hmm. in a way. You know what I mean? Like, because it's, it's, you know, just tremolo picking a a really high note, um, or or the, the finger picking, it's like... It's not creating this like swell of guitar, so everything seems very delicate, mm-hmm. but like it, like in a very cool way, yeah. um, which, which is different than to a lot of what a, a lot of the stuff I like to listen to. Um, the yeah, like I said, the that opening part kind of makes me cringe a little bit, but that's probably <laughs> more about me not being able to like tap into emotions if, than if the, it is about. If the wording was slightly different or something like that, I, it could easily take me into that territory too it kind of ties back to the thing we were talking about last week of lyrics is if if those lyrics were different 
uh, cheesier or something like that. Like, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a certain level of cheese that I'm okay with. Um, but if they were a little cheesier or not as well written in my opinion, then I, I'd be out probably. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely don't think it's cheesy. And I think the only thing I, my brain kind of takes issue with is like the elongating of sad songs. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is such like a, uh, saccharine sappy type of phrase, I guess. All about it, man. Like, I'm all about it. <laughs> and, and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I, I think this song will continue to grow on me mm-hmm. as it already did. And, and something I'm going to do is just continue to listen to it and, and study it and research it. And in order to do that, I'm just going to have to take it into my laboratory. see it coming eventually <laughs> well I, I i think the that train is gonna end because uh the following song is does not really lend itself to such um stupid wordplay but um laboratory yeah i just seamlessly transitioned us to great. that song it was really good um <clears throat> okay so going from a song that i had some lyrical issues with mm-hmm. this song has maybe my favorite line of all these songs would you care to take a guess what that is let's take a quick peruse here bring up genius um oh huh is that right um i've always i mean is it the end of the song? That's my favorite. That it, my that favorite is, line. Your line is it at the end of the song? It is not. Okay. So, the last line of the song uh, for many years now, I've been singing it a little differently than it actually says. What, what have here. you been singing, and what does Genius say? Uh, Genius says it's teaching me a constant lesson in how to keep learning nothing. Mm-hmm. I always thought it said. Did you need a constant lesson on how to keep loving nothing? That's, boy, that might be better. I thought it was better. That's pretty good. Maybe I'll have to write that down and use it in one of my own songs. <laughs> well, well, that's funny because I have also taken something from this song and w- wants to repurpose it for something else. So, okay, we're um, we're on the same same little wavelength here. Is it the um? Someone singing summer songs in Australia. No, Australia. but that that might be only like the th- second or third line of this song that I know because it's like it stands out so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I give up. Uh, so it's right up near the top. It's right. Most near... planes make awful boats. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. Um, and and the way he he says it with the like mm-hmm. I will muster up just enough energy to project this beyond my face. Yeah. It 
it's just it's so good. It's it's um, it's like accepting tragedy in in a way that he doesn't even like feel like he wants to fight. Um, and he's just like, hey, look, if like if you do this, like it's not going to turn out well. Um, yeah, it, it's just such a good line, and it very very. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't know what the hell this song is about because. Uh, <laughs> I don't think about like I I'm so disrespectful to songwriters. I whatever message you're trying to get across, uh, it's just going to be lost on me forever. I just I don't care. I don't care. I just want like I want like two things, like two lyrics to stick out and I will make those mean whatever I want. And I, I hope there's good music. And so yeah. uh, I, I feel bad because I always think like, well, that's what songwriters are going for. And then I'm like, oh, no, they spent all this time like trying to tell a story. Uh, and I'm just like not having it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just most planes make awful boats. That that means so much more to me than I think most songs ever could. <laughs> like like an entire song, like those five, six, five, five words are like just amazing to me. And you then get a tattoo. No, um, all the tattoos I have, I regret. Um, the next line after most planes make awful boats is, um, and and he does this thing where he'll take a fragment of a sentence and then <laughs> fragment it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, I think he the way he does it, he goes, so sink to the low, west of the low, <laughs> right? West of the low. He, well, that's, that's how he sings it. Yeah. There, there's like this big space and... It doesn't mean anything, but West, W-E-S-T, West of the Low, mm-hmm. that's that's something. I don't know if that's a band, uh, if that's an album sure. title, but... Could be a tattoo. <laughs> okay, Danny, do you want to get a tattoo, my man? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I have no tattoos, and I will not start now. This, um, yeah, this is kind of getting more into the the territory I was hoping for. Because, <laughs> um, like, everything is on fire and all of my profits were kind of like, I think I know what this band might be capable of, but I, I, I hope they don't stay in the territory of these two songs for the next three. And um, Laboratory, is, it, am I, is that how I'm supposed to say it? Laboratory? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just being a, a smart, smart ass. Okay. <laughs> um this is kind of that like step in that direction that I was hoping for. Um, mm-hmm. What earlier when you were talking about the, I think it was the guitar part of the end of a song. Were you talking about this song? Yes, you were. Okay, okay. Yes, because the end of the song is. I've always loved the end of the song. I'm a little disappointed that I know the actual lyrics now. <laughs> Because it kind of has a different meaning to me now. And it's disappointing. <laughs> well, this podcast has done exactly what we thought it would mm-hmm. and ruined mm-hmm. bands for us. Job complete. Um, could we could we listen to a little bit of the end of the song here? Yeah. Hang on one second. Sure.
know what? I um, I was hearing "Do you?" Because <laughs> I said it. Maybe when I you still hear when it. you listen. Yeah, I I didn't hear its teaching. I heard "Do mm-hmm. you?" Yeah. So <laughs> weird, but I'm I'm gonna go to a couple different lyrics sites. And that's what um, it has in iTunes or Apple Music or whatever. Now, does that come from like the record label or anything? Or I have no idea. It's te- yeah. These all say it's teaching me. Yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, and so that the end of that song and maybe the the kind of something that I felt was a little bit missing from Everything Is On Fire and All of My Profits, and this is mm-hmm. a little too simple, but. They kind of just rock out at the end of that song. Yeah. And I like when bands do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just some rock-loving simp, but uh, that's me. It's The end of that song is is great. I'm I'm always here for overlapping vocals, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if one singer is saying one thing and another thing a singer is saying an- another thing right um i love that shit always here for it um this one there's like backing vocals saying what i thought they were saying <laughs> and then rocky doing like some whoa woes or whatever over it but it's great and i love it and the guitars are doing some cool leads and then at the very end it jumps into those chords and it just feels heavy and and um abrupt and i it's yeah i love it i'm still just i'm gonna be on this for like a week that i've misheard these these lyrics for the last however many years um because yeah i always thought it was like about some kind of like um either really shitty relationship or like an abusive parent or something like they're like neglectful drunk parent or something um did you need a constant lesson on how to keep loving nothing is what i thought it said again i i still think your lyric is better because it's more yeah. it's more abstract it's like i will i like the idea of uh hey i'm starting to feel so i need <laughs> someone to remind me how to love nothing like there's something about that that is very very good yeah, it's I'm like gonna, yeah. I am. I think I am going to kind of steal that misheard <laughs> lyric. Yeah, obviously singing it in a completely different way because I don't have uh, the same chops as Rocky Vadalato. But but uh, anyway, yeah, the end of that song is is exactly why I picked this song for the five though. Um, it's it it's just a, a whole journey like the the beginning of it. It kind of takes you to to a whole place, and yeah, I love it. It was a very good choice. Um, I'm a little surprised, not not a lot, a little, because Mm -hmm. it is not the song end that I kind of thought you were talking about initially. Because there is a the uh, one of these last two songs ends in a way that I think is just uh, the peak of everything you gave me in these five songs. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that gives too much away because we're only getting down to two songs left. Um, or another way to say that would be dos, which is half of a Spanish quartet. 
I just came up with that on the spot. That's <laughs> did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Good job. Dante. Thank you. I love it. Oh god. I was, I was wondering if you were going to do it, and <laughs> you went there. I yep. love it. Yep. <laughs> For- um, can't wait to listen to this in three months, and it's gone, and you <laughs> cut it all out. I was thinking. Is he going to come up with a pun for this one? And I, th- I thought, no, that's for Mad Men Only, which is the name of the album that Spanish Quartet is on. Oh, okay. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> um, oh. so, so this is all about uh, John Hamm and January Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they uh, wrote it. It, the show is actually based on this album from oh, 1999. Very cool. Um, this song and the song that comes after it, they were in a real fight for which song was my favorite. Yeah. I don't okay. want to say which one it is. I don't want to spoil anything. But it's not Spanish Quartet. But I like it a lot. Um Okay. This, so do you remember when we were talking, I can't remember what song it was, what Wilco song, we were, I was talking about how that one of the songs starts with like just a brutal, like awful guitar part. Like it's not even a riff, it's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But what you just did was better. You know <laughs> why? I thought of I thought of that today. Oh, okay. There you go. When listening it to Spanish Quartet, it has like that single note solo <laughs> right before um, when I finally hit my target. Mm-hmm. Right, that is as good mm-hmm. of a single note riff as the Wilco one was bad. Like they're on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> um, and it like of my instinct, of course, was mm-hmm. to make fun of it and be like, "Oh, come on, what are you doing?" But like, it works. It works in this song. It doesn't sound silly, um, and, and that's kind mm-hmm. of the 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 charm or the the pool of this band is. I'm not impressed by the guitar, but I am. You know, like it's. It's very like the, I don't think the tone is anything like that wows me. Um, the maybe the the timing here and there is is kind of technical, but nothing's like oh my god, how did he do that? It's just like really good simple choices that they have the courage to make that other bands would not make. They make these choices and they make it work in a in a very specific way. And I think that makes them very unique. Um, and yeah, it, it's just yeah, because it's not it, it's not like technically amazing or something like you know like Kinsella shit like owls or mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and it's not shredding, but it's how well the two guitarists work together. Um, they everything they're playing pretty much all the time compliments the other guitar perfectly um i don't know if it's because they're brothers maybe you never know Mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah this just the musicianship um it's that like that one lead where he's just playing a single note over and over again just works really well it really does 
um, because I cannot make fun of it, even though it <laughs> like it wants to be made fun of. Um, it, I think at this point, maybe when I got through this playlist, like maybe my fourth or fifth time, mm-hmm. I realized this was the song that kind of was like, I was liking all of the songs, but this song was like really endearing me to this band. And it was a similar thing when I was getting into the promise ring. Okay. That, Cause that's a band that maybe, maybe I like their tone a little bit more. Yeah. They um, have great, uh, some great tone. And I think it's cause they use lower tuning, but. Okay. Um, and so they're, they're certainly not similar, like, guitar sounds, but sort of the guitars are sort of similar in the way they're used, I feel like, where, prom- okay, Promise Ring will be a little more catchy here and there, but it all, again, it all just kind of, like, blends together, and if you don't really know what you're listening for, you might be like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Um at least maybe that's just how I was the first time I've heard both these bands. And, but after a while, like it just, your, your ears kind of learn to listen for the right things yeah. and, and it just really grows on you. And this was the song that kind of did it for me. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if this song wasn't in this list. I don't know if everything else would have come together for me. Sure. Sure. So for Waxwing, I, I guess I kind of had a similar, uh, journey with them or or I don't know maybe maybe there's a better word for that but for a really long time I had only heard the the last album that they put out the one with everything's on fire which as a whole is a much more straightforward album there's a lot less of lead driven songs um like these last few that that we've been talking about um and so when I heard one for the ride and for Mad Men only the other two albums, um, they didn't grab me right away. Um, and it wasn't until much later that I was much more interested in guitar technique and stuff like that, that, um, I went and listened to those albums and realized, um, exactly how well the two play together on these earlier two albums. Not that they don't play well together on the newer ones. Um, listening to color on that kexp recording i realized like oh shit there's actually some cool leads in this and uh like i said earlier i kind of part of me wishes i included color on here instead of everything's on fire um Hmm. but these are the two albums i go to now i rarely put on nobody can take what everybody owns anymore um i mostly go for uh one for one for the ride because I'm here for the riffs, which is the note—the only note I put under a Spanish quartet. I'm really just here for riffs. <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're staying true to yourself. Um, it, interesting, because, okay, so Spanish quartet and the next song are both on One for the Ride, correct? Uh, for Mad Men only. Oh, sorry. They're, okay, they're both on for Mad Men only. Okay. Um, well, do you have anything left to say about Spanish quartet? I'm still disappointed about the lyrics of Laboratory. Okay, well, I, I think we got to move on, buddy, because uh, <laughs> that was already a song ago. I've got um, an email composed to Rocky Vadalava going right now. <laughs> well, I I hope at some point you can um, forgive him and forgive yourself and move on. And something that might be able to relieve this pain for you is if death comes. 
fucking dark, man. Well, and so is this song, and that's why it's my favorite. And that's not a joke. Um, the, if Death Comes uh, was my favorite of the five, um, you made me fucking work for it. Like, I have to wait. I have to, I have to listen to this guy sing about sad songs for yep. like four and a half, five and a half minutes. Um, that song's fine. I don't know why I'm making fun of it. Um <laughs> Because you can't remember any lines from Everything's on Fire. Uh, boy, that is that is correct. <laughs> um, so I love the vibes of If, if Death Comes. It To me, it, it was the darkest, and the, the sound of it was the most um, dissonant, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of going right up my alley. Um, and then the end of this song, the last maybe minute and a half, um, of this song is so, so good. It, frankly, Danny. Yes. The last minute and a half of this song, it rips dick. (laughs) I've been trying to get that phrase to catch on. Nobody seems to like it. It's, (laughs) it's better than kicks ass. (laughs) And I'm going to keep going for it. Um, All right, dude. The, <laughs> so, so I like when this band rocks out. And that's yeah. what that's what they do the, for like most of the song, but especially the last 90 seconds. Okay, hey, so you listened to this on Apple Music, right? I, I did. Do they have like a top five most listened to or a top ten for all the bands on Apple? Uh, yeah. Where, if at all, is If Death Comes? Can you pull that up? Uh, yeah, hold on. Not in the top eight. And that's all they have is eight? No, it you go. Uh, it goes farther. Pretty low. Okay. Um, yeah, so Spotify has a top ten. Mm-hmm. And I could not believe this was not on the top ten. Yeah, it... Yeah. Is this is this considered like a deep cut for this band? I, I mean, they're kind of all deep cuts. Oh, sh- sure. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know if if it's a deep cut. There's not there's no live footage of them playing the song, so. Well, it seems like this band barely exists. Um, <laughs> from like like what band does not have an online presence? You know. Yeah. Um, sorry. Let me see. So on. On Spotify, all of my profits is the most played with just over 56,000 listens. So, yeah, not very many at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Everything's on Fire has half that, <laughs> just over 28,000. Then Color, Kill the Messenger, and Place Called Houston. So, two songs mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what i expected but i i thought this song was just just really great um are there more waxwing songs closer to if death comes vibes or was this kind of a unique song for them no probably i'm gonna play the end of it real quick okay
Yeah, the end of that song is really fucking good. That, that's all you need right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, if you like that and you, I mean, it seems like you like these other ones too, Spanish Quartet and Laboratory and probably to a certain extent All My Profits too. Yes. Y- you would definitely be into the first two albums for sure. Okay. okay. Um, not so much every, nobody can take what everybody owns. There are some bangers on that album. But again, it's much more straightforward, um, less of that lead driven guitar or lead driven songwriting and stuff. I mean, now that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, no, I get it's, it. It's definitely not. It's, it's just when, when I think of this band in particular, sure. and the songs I like from them, those are the ones I like. Gotcha. Versus that's what you go to them for. Yeah, I go. I'm really just here for the riffs. That being said, they're barely riffs. Some of them. I know. Some of them. I know. They're not like riffs. They're like <laughs> riffs. <laughs> yeah. You you have to say it in like a very like meek apologetic way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Riffs. They're riffs. Riffs. Um. I'm here for the guitar. Sure. How's that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Danny, I I like this band. I will continue to listen to this band. Yay. I, I liked that it threw me into Thursday. It threw me into Sunny Day Real Estate. Uh-huh. Um, oh, what, one comparison, because I guess all I do is fucking compare these songs to other things it makes me think of. But um, if Death Comes really made me think of Jawbreaker. Um, hmm. again, maybe like the, uh, uh, what was the, uh, other comparison? Oh, Thursday. Yeah. You didn't think it sounded yeah. like Thursday. Um, maybe I'm just thinking about you more than I'm thinking about the band, which, <laughs> Hey, I'm not mad, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, I don't know if like, why that is, but mm-hmm. I, I was real. maybe the voice a little bit, um, but yeah, I was getting some Jawbreaker vibes here. Interesting. Okay. That's another one where I'm like, huh, I've never thought of that before, but but uh, I could see that, especially with the gravelly voice or raspy yeah. voice uh, on those the earlier Jawbreaker stuff. Not so much Dear You, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, interesting. Do you want to give them some seconds of summer? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. So uh, last week, I believe... Maybe or or two weeks ago. Who knows how these will be released if they are? <laughs> if um, ever, they might just be for us. Yeah. Um, when this is played at my memorial, um, <laughs> uh, I, I gave Wilco two and a half seconds of summer. Um, for Waxwing, they they did a lot of things I really liked. They. I've definitely listened to music similar to this, but they're a very unique band. Their sound is very much their own as far as I know. Um, And so I think it's going to take me... I think I can like this band even more than I do after these five songs. As of right now, I am comfortable giving this band 3.75 seconds of summer. Wow. Wow. So... So specific. We got decimals, man. Might as well use them.
Yeah, yeah. And we're only doing up to five seconds, so. That's right. <laughs> I, I got to leave room for, you know, for other. For when, for when I uh, introduce you to Blood Brothers. <laughs> God, is, like, are we using negative integers? <laughs> I'm going to give them, like, negative I. <laughs> Uh, well, that's great, Dante. I am glad that you like Waxwing, and I'm glad you're going to listen to them again. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going I'm to be checking up on you. Okay, please do. <laughs> please do. So, thank you, Danny. Uh, all right, I guess that's it for um, five songs or less this time around. Uh, next time, I am going to be punishing Dante with Propagandy. Oh. Oh, okay. Or propagandi, depending on who you ask. I'm going to say propagandi. Okay, okay. We'll talk about it. <laughs> You're going to talk me out of that? We'll, we'll discuss. Okay. All right. Shit. I feel like I have it. Uh, I have my work cut out for me, but yeah, th- th- yeah. this, this your, is... Let me just say this. Get your dictionary out. Oh, for Yeah, yeah. I'm going to spend extra time studying lyrics. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Riffs and chicks. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. Bye. Musicianship. Um, it's. I hear sports. Sorry, my I got an alert on my phone and I didn't realize there was going to be audio. It was just. <laughs> I've never heard you so like stopped in your tracks, disappointed. I was like, did this fucker just turn on the TV while I'm talking? No, I'm so sorry. It's just my phone, and it was like, hey, this thing just happened. And I was like, oh, what just happened? And then it was trying to tell me with words. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Um, uh, anyway, that was that was kind of the end of my point anyway. Uh, yeah, they... I hear sports. They, they, <laughs> the most disapproving, the most disapproving father tone. Uh, oh man! I promise it's just porn, Dad. <laughs> That's better.